So I went on to another article um, from Fandom, and I believe the person who wrote this, oh, person who wrote this didn't even basically, oh, here it is, the top contributors, well, it's on Fandom, so I, I don't see any of the contributors, but anyways, let's get into the reading of this article. The Chupacabra, General Information, The Cultural Origin, Puerto Rico. The Chupacabra is a legendary cryptid rumored to inhabit parts of the Americas. The name comes from the Spanish word that means goat sucker. As its name implies rumors of such possible creature came to be due to several instances in which livestock in rural areas were found dead, drained of blood with nothing but puncture marks, puncture marks, Sorry, I fucked that up. On carcasses. These incidents are associated with relatively recent sightings of an unknown animal in Puerto Rico, where these sightings were first reported. Mexico and the United States, especially in the latter Latin America communities. The appearance? Physical descriptions of the creature vary. Eyewitnesses sightings have been very claimed as early as in 1995 in Puerto Rico and have since been reported as far as north as Maine, USA, and as far south as Chile, and even been spotted outside the Americas in countries like Russia and Philippines. It supposedly is a heavy creature the size of a small bear with a row of spines reaching from the neck to the base of the tail. The sightings reports of chupacabras end up being uncorroborated eyewitnesses, reports without evidence. Biologists and wildlife management officials viewed the chupacabras as a contemporary legend. And one of the more notable cases of the vampiric entities in the modern age, 
the chupacabra, the goat sucker, a mix of Puerto Rico and Mexico is said to be a creature that feeds upon the feasts or drinks the blood of domesticated animals, leading some to consider it a kind of a vampire. The chupacabra hysteria was frequently associated with deep economic and political crises, polit are particularly during the mid-1990s. Popular culture. The 2003 animated film Scooby-Doo and the Me Monster of Mexico features Chupacabra, but it resembles a purple Bigfoot. When encountering Compness in the 2009 comedy Land of the Lost, a character calls them Chupacobras. While the creature doesn't appear, or doesn't appear, a Mexican character in the 2013 animated comedy Planes and its sequel, his name is El Chupacobra. That's honestly what I got for this article right now, boys. But this was on fandom, and it was on Miss and uh, Folklore. Uh, yeah, what's up, guys? See, you may think this is another ad, right? Well, I'm not getting paid for it on Anchor for this ad. This one is actually one of my own. It's to sponsor Jerry Pig's show. So if you guys really like my content, really like Jerry Pig's, really like Jeremy Ray Rutherford or DJ Jeremy Ray, whatever my persona may be imp implied, just go on. Go ahead to jerrypicks.com or YouTube slash jerrypicks slash Jeremy Ray Rutherford or DJ Jeremy Ray. You'll find, you'll find there that I have other levels. On the website, I have level one, two, and three. From there, well, from there, you can be able to find yourself fit to be able to be part of the Jerry Picks movement. So please, share, support, and like. All right. I found an article on uh, National Geog Geographic. Uh, this article's name is Chupacabra Science, How Evolution Made a Mythical Monster. Um, and I believe it was published by Kurt Thane for National Geographic, or Geographic News. And it was published on America or October 30th, 2010. And it's an eight-minute read. Um, and at the top... They pretty much have like a coyote type of thing where it's it's like dead a picture at the top and on the caption it says scientists believe legendary chupacabras monsters are actually coyotes with severe cases of manic like the animal pictured here coyote with severe manic image courtesy dan pence all right let's get into the reading tales of a mysterious monster that sucks the blood of livestock have exploded in mexico the U.S. Southwest, and even China since the mid-1990s, when the Chupacobras, or the Chupacobra, was first reported in Puerto Rico. Now, just in time for Halloween, scientists say they can explain the stories with the help of evolutionary theory. Flesh and blood Chupacobras have allegedly been found as recent as June, making the monsters eminently more accessible for study than, say, the Loch Ness Monster or Bigfoot. In almost all, all these cases, the monsters have turned out to be coyotes, suffering from very severe cases of minique, a painful, potential fatal skin disease that can cause the animal's hair to fall out and skin to shrivel, among other symptoms. 
For some scientists, the explanation for supposed chupacabras is sufficient. I don't think we need to look any further or to, to think that there's yet some other explanation for these observations, said Barry O'Connor, a University of Michigan entomologist, <laughs> mess that up, who has suffered sarcopities, scarabi, the parasite that causes minig. Likewise, wildlife disease specialist Kevin Kell has seen images of an alleged chupacobita corpse and clearly recognized it as a coyote, but said he could imagine how others might not. It it just still, it looks like a coyote. Uh, just, <laughs> just a really sorry excuse for a coyote, said Kill of the Southeastern Cooperative Wildlife Disease Study at the University of Georgia. I don't think it's at Chupacobras if I saw it in the woods, but then I would have been looking at coyotes and foxes with Minig for a while, a layer person. However, might be confused to its identity. Chupacabra evolution. Sarcopetes scarabi also it causes the itchy rash known as scabies in humans. In humans and non-human animals alike, the mite burrows under the skin of its host and secretes eggs and waste material, which trigger an inflammatory response from the immune system. In humans, scabies, the allergic reaction to the mite's waste, is actually just a minor annoyance. Benigue, or, pfft, sorry, but Monique can be life-threatening for canines such as coyotes, which haven't evolved especially effectively reactions to sarcopathies infection. The University of Michigan's O'Connor speculates that the mite passed from humans to domestic dogs and then on to coyotes, foxes, and wolves in the wild. His research suggests that the reason for the dramatic difference in responses is that humans and other parasites or primates have lived with the sarcopathies mite for much of their evolutionary history, where other animals have not. Primites are just, they're like the original hosts of the mite, O'Connor said. Our evolutionary history with the mites helps us to keep scabies in check so it doesn't get out of the hand, like it does when it gets into other animals, you know? In other words, humans have evolved to the point where our immune systems can neutralize the infection before the infection neutralizes us. Sorry for that that click that someone's someone's texting. The mites have gone or have been sorry, I messed up where I was at. The mites too have been evolving, suggested the University of Georgia's kill. The parasite has had time to optimize its attack on humans so as not to us kill or so not to kill us which would eliminate our usefulness to the mites, he said. In non-human animals, sarcopates hasn't figured out the balance yet. In coyotes, for example, the reaction could be so severe that it causes hair to fall out and blood vessels to constrict, adding to a general fatigue and even exhaustion. <laughs> Goat sucker? Explained. Since chupacobras are likely mangy coyotes, this explains why the creatures are often reported attacking livestock. Animals will like manage with with, with Monique are, are are often quite debilitated. Debilitated, O'Connor said. And if they're having a hard time catching their normal prey, they might just choose livestock because it's way easier. 
As for the blood-sucking part of the Chupacabra legends, that just may just be a make-belief or exaggeration. I think that's pure myth, O'Connor said. Evolution of a legend. Lauren Carmel, director of the Internal Cryptozoology Museum in Portland, Maine, agreed that many Chupacabra sightings, especially the more recent ones, could be explained anyway as appearances by mangy coyotes, dogs, and coyote-dog hybrids, or koi dogs. It's a certainly a good explanation, Koiman said, but it doesn't mean explains the whole legend. For example, the more the 2000 or 200 original Chupacabra reports from Puerto Rico in 1995 described a decidedly uncanine creature. And... 1995, Chupacobras was understood to be a bipedal creature that was three feet, about a meter tall, and covered in short gray hair, with spikes out of its back, Coleman said. But as is, as if in a game of telephone, the description of the Chupacobra began to change in the late 1990s due to mistakes and mistranslations in news reports, he said. By, by 2000, the original Chupacobra... Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I was doing like it was reading, but it, it wasn't a voice. Okay, it wasn't dialogue. <laughs> by 2000, the original Chupacobra had been largely replaced by the new canine one. What was seen as a bipedal creature now stalks livestock on all fours. It was actually a big mistake, Coleman said. Because of the whole confusion, with most of the media reporting Chupacobras now as dogs or coyotes, but Mangi, Mange, I think. Yeah, I think that's how you said it. Mange, you really don't even hear any good reports from Puerto Rico or Brazil anymore like you did in the earlier years, or the earlier days. Those reports have disappeared, and the reports of canids with Mening have increased. First Chupacobras, Monkeys or Movie Madness. So what explains the original Chupacobra myth? One possibility, Coleman said, is that people mentioned things after watching or hearing about an alien horror film that opened in Puerto Rico in the summer of 1995. If you have to look at the date when the movie Species opened Puerto Rico, you will see that it overlaps with the first explosion of reports there, he said. Then compare the images of actor Natasha Henstridge's character, or creature character Still picture, and you will see the unmistakable spikes out of the back that matches of the first those of the first images of the Chupacobras in 1995. Another theory is that Puerto Rico creatures was an escaped troop of Reese's monkeys on the island, which often stand up with their hind legs. There is a population of Reese's monkeys being used in blood experiments in Puerto Rico at the time, and that troop could have got lost. Coleman said. It could have been something that simple, or it could have been something more interesting, because we know that new animals are being discovered all the time. Well, honestly, that to me is a rap about the Chupacobra myth. Um... I think that it could be a possibility that there's a blood sucker that sucks the blood out of goats. Um, it could be a huge possibility that science proves up and that it's just really like 
crazy it's just literally just hairless goats or hairless um coyotes hairless wolves hairless dogs you know that sort of thing i don't know what do you guys think let me know and i hope you guys have a good night and you guys finish this so well i'm just kidding have a good day <laughs> bye